Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. In the readings of today, friends, we've got Paul speaking boldly to the Romans and Jesus speaking equally boldly to the crowd that had gathered around him. Jesus is still portrayed by Luke in chapter 11 as moving forth on his way to Jerusalem. He says to the crowd, this generation is evil. It seeks a sign, but no, no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah. We have been reading from the book of Jonah in the last week. And we know that that is a story of death and resurrection. Jonah tries to escape, falls into the water. The whale takes him in and three days later spits, it out, spits, spits him out once he has found a way in his heart to reconcile God's petition for his life. This happens for him in the bottom of the ocean, let's say. But for Jesus, it happens throughout his entire walk that he walks in obedience towards this moment of death and resurrection. And that is the sign of Jonah. It, it continues. The Lord says, Jonah is assigned to the Ninevites and the son of man himself is assigned to this generation. And at the judgment, the queen of the south will rise with the men of this generation and she will condemn them because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon and there's something greater here than Solomon and at the judgment the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it so we've got this historical depiction of people that hear the truth and attend to it and people that hear the truth and kill it squash it want to get rid of it does that sound familiar <laughs> we're living in such times right times where the truth is not really heard times when when you actually speak the truth you could be persecuted or ostracized or ridiculed or insulted and with the advent of social media that can happen in a pretty public way our kids are really exposed to this they're being watched by friends colleagues and they are listening to each other coming to terms with the topics of the time the Reading from Romans chapter 1 is the beginning of Paul declaring his identity. He says, a slave of Christ Jesus called to be an apostle. So he is obedient to his Lord Jesus. He is called to be an apostle to spread the gospel. And he is set apart by God. And he is the fulfillment of the new prophets that are told throughout centuries that the Messiah was coming in the Holy Scriptures. Jesus then, descendant from David, according to the flesh, is the Son of God in power, according to the Spirit of holiness. Let's pay attention to those two words, because that's what Jesus is saying as well. There is great power in the name of Jesus. There is great power in the gospel message. And it is according to the spirit of holiness. We are called to be set apart. Paul 
talking to the Romans as a Roman citizen is telling them, I am a slave of Christ. I was set apart to tell you this good news. And I am following a descendant of David. They would have known who, the, who that was. And it is the Son of God who has the power according to the spirit of holiness through resurrection from the dead, that we have a victory in Jesus and that through that grace that he acquired for us through obedience, we then belong to him. And he's saying to all the beloved of God in Rome called to be holy. They're not behaving probably in holy ways, in all their ways, because it was a polytheistic society. And yet he is already calling them to the identity that God has for them, to the beloved of God in Rome. And what does he extend? Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is a very important message for us today as we encounter people in our midst that do not follow Christ, that do not belong to those that are set apart yet. Tomorrow I attend class again, and there is some groups of students that are following ways that I know are not pleasing to the Lord. And I know that they're not happy and that they're exhibiting signs of rebelliousness, and they also are looking for significance. They're looking for identity. They're looking for a story. And there's a beautiful story that is their story, the story that comes from their heavenly identity. And somehow in all their upbringing, they haven't heard of it yet. And all we have to do is show up holding Jesus's hand and ask him to help us make known to them the salvation of the Lord, which is Psalm 98 for them. That is verse number two. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wondrous deeds, for his right hand has won victory for him, his holy arm. The Lord has made his salvation known in the sight of nations. He's revealed his justice. He's remembered with kindness and faithfulness toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen this salvation of our God. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Break into song. Sing praise. I want to pray with you for all of our youth today as we want to help them know about the salvation of the Lord and help them also extend that message of salvation to those that are around them. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, we come to you with praise and thanksgiving. We walk through the gates telling you, Father, that you are such a good Father, that you listen to us. We're grateful, Father, and we want to hear your voice and we want to soften our hearts to your word. We want to be able to declare to those around us that are captives, that do not know you, Father, that you are bringing salvation into their lives. Bring angels, holy angels, from your heavenly realm that can hover over the atmosphere where we are declaring the news. And I want to pray very specially today for all of our youth preparing for midterms that we can expand from our hearts the message of salvation, the message of peace, the message of reconciliation, the message of a return to you, Father. And we pray this in the name of Jesus, wishing that all of our students do very, very well in their midterms. Amen. 
Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.